Hey gang, you're listening to Uncourt with Court. I'm your host, Courtney, and for tonight's episode, I want to start off things with a few questions to kind of break the ice. What makes a woman desirable? Is it her physical appearance mostly? Like her hair, her skin, her eyes, the shape of her body? Is it how she carries herself? Like the confidence in her walk? the sound of her real laugh or how much prettier she becomes when she smiles or is it her strength her resilience her ambition when she has her own identity when it's not tied to another person while you guys think about that I want to go ahead and introduce tonight's treat I've heard so many reviews about this wine and I've been trying to find it for a while. The name, of course, really caught my attention and I was finally able to get my hands on it. So tonight I am having the Black Girl Magic Riesling by the McBride Sisters. I believe they only have the Riesling and a Rosé. I mean, I normally drink Riesling when I do have a white, but I prefer to have Rieslings that are on the dry side. Um, I've heard this wine is pretty sweet, but we're going to go ahead and give it a shot. So I'm going to go ahead and pour up. I kind of hate though that it's a screw top, so can't, you know, get the, the pop, however you do it. <laughs> um, let's see, I'm going to go ahead and pour. Yeah, it is pretty sweet. Um, I mean, it's still good. It's still really good, but it is pretty sweet. I would say I probably wouldn't buy it again just because, like I said, I like my Rieslings more so on the dry side of things. Yeah, not to take away from it, but it's just my personal preference. I probably won't buy it again. But I would say still try it. See if you like it. Uh, I'll probably gift it to someone around the holidays. I'm not going to say who, but that's probably what I'm going to do. But anyway, so back to those questions I asked you guys earlier. I mean, whatever your preference is, is your preference alone. I'm not going to try to sway you from that. Uh, But for me, when I think of the most sought after and most desirable woman, I mean... I think that she would embody all of that. All the questions I asked, she would check every box. But most importantly, she would have to be independent. I mean, it sounds simple enough. Besides our God-given physical attributes, the rest we can develop and get better with over time. Well, actually, the physical this day and age, we could change everything. <laughs> but okay besides that um but sadly for us black women the standards and perception of us are just not the same for example a black woman who is successful ambitious educated and independent is still less likely to get married compared to white women and other women of color and i mean if you you think i'm lying and making this up 
look it up yourself. Look it up. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and look it up just to prove my point. That's my phone. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to go to Google search. All right. I'm going to type in black women dating. Three words. See what comes up. Okay. It seems like it's a mixture of articles, case studies, uh, some thesis papers. All right. Guess this is something that's really researched. Okay. The first article, the first title that comes up in Google search when typing that in. Why dark skinned girl, black girls like me, why dark skinned black girls like me aren't getting married. Okay. Second one, dating while black, online but invisible. All right, let's go down a little further down the first page. Mm. Okay. Why are so few black women married in America? Hmm. All right. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, this probably has to be my favorite. It said, <laughs> it says, strong personality keeping you from love, question mark. Dating tips for the black alpha woman. Now, why the hell would I need or would any black woman need dating tips because she is an alpha woman? <laughs> The world is such a double standard because with men, men could be alpha males and it's looked at as attractive and just like, uh, he own his, gr he's on his grind. He's, you know, taking care of business. But when a woman does it, it can, it, it can honestly make her seem unattractive depending on who she is. I, I can't get down with that. But, but anyways. I mean, okay, before you, any of you try to call me bitter or just brush me off as like an angry and jealous black woman, I'm going to kill that noise real quick and tell you I accepted the fact a long time ago that there was a strong chance I would never get married. And I mean, as I've gotten older, it's become more of a personal choice. You know, for me, for reasons that only a few closest to me would understand. It ain't none of the rest of y'all business. Um, and I mean, my skin color or level of attractiveness to men wouldn't have made a, diff a difference either way if things panned out differently. So, I mean, probably ask, okay, so why as a black woman would I care about, you know, getting married or dating for marriage or society scale of attractiveness based off skin color i mean it's because i know several black women who do they want marriage they want kids they want to be desired by men that they find desirable i mean i care about them because some of them are people who are close to me and i mean i want it to be a level playing field for them I mean, being a woman is already hard enough. Only a woman would know that. 
but to be treated as some type of double negative, that's just cruel. So why are things set up this way? I've been asking that question for a few years now. And I mean, if you're interested in what I have to say, keep listening. There may be a lot more here than you thought. So over time, we've witnessed known individuals and movements disrupt the status quo of gender roles. While men have been proven to be less aware of gender inequality throughout history, and most men believing that feminists won't be satisfied until they have more rights than men, the fact still remains that women, especially women of color, have had to fight to be seen as equal and guaranteed the same rights as men since the beginning of time. The term quote-unquote alpha female, a term that started to be used more often in the 80s and is still used today, has been applied to women who are described to be self-confident, possess high poise, prefer to be treated as more of a person and less as a woman prefer to stand on their own two feet and generally don't care for concerns that they're possibly looked at as weak and inferior based off their sex alone. Most women in leadership roles in their careers and social circles uh, have been assigned this term. But I mean, any self-sufficient woman is an alpha female, no matter what her job title or social status is. My mom taught me since I was a child the importance of being able to provide support and protect myself as a woman without outside interference, especially male interference. That relying on a man solely was like putting all my eggs in one basket. It wasn't smart. And I mean, my mom wasn't the only one to teach her daughter this. I could probably count on one hand the number of women I've met in my life who still believe that you need to rely on the man to be the sole provider or the breadwinner because times have changed. During the late 90s and early 2000s even, the depiction of the alpha female gained momentum. The rise in women attaining higher education, higher ranking job titles, and even female entrepreneurs are just a few areas where the emergence of the alpha female was undoubtedly noticed. But what does that mean for black women who are alpha females? Does that mean for a woman whose society is already intimidated by based off the color of her skin? Is also a woman who is intimidating by nature because she chooses to be independent over dependent 
Hold on one second. I just feel like I should take a sip. I know you guys are probably sipping, but, you know, I got to take a break. I had to take a sip of water first, sorry. So, like I said, she chooses to be independent over dependent. And I mean, well, remember when I mentioned that being treated as a double negative is just cruel? This just adds more fuel to that fire. Because black women who are at the top of their game in their careers... Uh, support themselves financially and who elude high self-esteem are not as successful in their romantic relationships. And why is that? Because she doesn't need a man financially? Because she doesn't need to be taken care of? I mean, men are taught, you know, from the start that they have the role of being the hunters, the gatherers, and the head of the household. But what happens when a woman who is all that and then some for herself and and or her family, does this cause some men to feel emasculated and intimidated? Yeah, some. Do... Some men lose interest. Yeah, that happens too. But why should a woman, a black woman, dim her light and lower her standards and confidence to please small men? Our value and legacy are so much more than just the women who married or are connected to famous and influential men in our history books. Black women have often had to develop a take charge attitude. But why does that lead to negative opinions and deem us as less feminine, less sexy, less compassionate than women of other races who fit the exact same description? The same women who fought alongside black men during the civil rights movement. The same women who cared for black men after being racially profiled, abused, and mistreated. The same women who assembled and organized protests and plans of action only to wind up having a man take all the credit for it because back then it didn't make sense for a woman to. The same women who while they were fighting for their rights as black Americans, they weren't accepted or welcomed by women of a lighter hue when it came to fighting for their rights as women. It just seems like we're human enough to give pleasure, you know, in the ways that we're sexualized and we're comforting enough to be seen as enforcers when something happens and typically look to for a loud voice to be heard, but not enough to go beyond our physical form. As if our emotional and mental capabilities and well-being are viewed as secondary or even non-existent. Perceiving us, I mean, to not be an ideal partner, an ideal wife or girlfriend, 
Now, I don't claim the title of being a strong black woman, but you damn sure can't call me weak. I thought I did have to be strong all the time, you know, when I was younger, because that's what people expected from me. But now I know different. I have vulnerabilities that make me human. I'm a black woman who is mentally tough, but still struggles with real problems and hard hits that life throws at me. And as many times as I was asked and expected to be the spokeswoman for all black people, especially when I attended predominantly white institutions, this is probably the one time I'll go ahead and step up to the plate. Black women are not superhuman. We are no one's pit bull in the skirt. We are not everyone's mama. I mean, me for sure. I, I ain't nobody mama, period. But we are not everyone's mama when someone's feelings get hurt. I mean, especially when no one is likely to be the same for us as we are for them. We need just as much care, respect, and empathy extended to us as other women, whether it be white women or fellow minorities. We're no one's punching bag. And we are not objects or creatures who require someone to take ownership of and, well, no, to take ownership of because of society's insatiable desire to control us. I I, got to take another sip. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm taking like a glass, a sip of water with a glass of wine. So (laughs) that's why you're hearing that. But um, movies, books, fairy tales taught us since we were young that falling in love and marriage were always the final form and the ultimate goal of our lives to have a partner to journey through life with and defeat all obstacles with that shares our interests or even introduces new things to our lives that we didn't know before. Someone that cares for you, someone who encourages you, prays for you and with you, stands up for you, meets all your sexual needs and is just overall... They just give that feeling that they complete your life. We all dream and fantasize about it if we're being honest with ourselves. So why is it that, I mean, what is it about about black women that gives the idea that we don't deserve it just like everybody else? So I know this is a pretty short episode, but just wrapping this up, I want everyone who's listening to just stop and think and just visualize, go ahead and 
get that visual back in your mind when I asked the questions before about a desirable woman, what you think that she would look like, what she would possess. I mean, think about her mannerisms, her physical features, her personality, everything about her. Just form her in your mind. You know, what words and characteristics and images come to your mind? I mean, most of you probably have a real person that you're imagining like a celebrity or maybe even your actual crush. Some of you probably, you know, created a woman from scratch, you know, just put her together in your head, maybe took a few things and features from different women you've seen in your life. But whichever one you probably are, get her in your head, think about it. Okay, you got it? Good. Now tell me. Is she a black woman? If so. Cool. But why? But if not. Why? Okay. So... That is the end of this episode. I do appreciate you guys tuning in, whoever may have tuned in, whether it was one person, like my mom, hey mom, or if it was someone who lives in an entirely different city from me. I appreciate you listening, whether you listen to the whole thing or you just listened to a little bit and turned it off. I appreciate it if you've gotten this far. Um... I'm going to be I'm going to be posting more. Um, and if you have any topics or anything that you would like for me to talk about, please let me know. Like I said, I post I'm posting more. I'm posting on my social media. So if there's anything you would like for me to talk about, or I can get a a friend or a group of friends with me to discuss, just let me know. Hit me up on my Instagram. Send me a DM. But again, I really, really, really want to thank you guys or whoever it was to just listen and just gave me a chance. I, Like I said, I can't stress it enough. I really do appreciate it. Um, but you guys have a good night. Stay safe. Finish your glass of wine. I know I didn't do too many sips tonight. Um, I'll make it for it next time. Trust me, I'll probably get drunk. But <laughs> anyway, finish your glass of wine and... Hopefully you tune in next time and take care. Bye.